Good afternoon. Welcome to You Choice Radio. This is Tony Draper, your host, with my guy Salo and Beats Gordy, the Whatever Podcast. It's another week in the coronavirus, so we're just going to keep it real. Talk about all the latest topics with the culture, sports, and the world. You know, we still having a fight out there fighting for the rights of black people. So we're just going to get right into it. Let's go. Remember. You knew who, you knew who he was. Yeah, yeah. He was on Malcolm and Eddie. Um, I'm trying to write. I'm, I was looking at some interviews he did, like some. Um, he got a podcast himself, so uh-huh. I was looking at some stuff that he did to ask some questions and stuff. So let me link this uh, up right quick. What up, Solo? What's good, oh, what's man? Good. What's good? The damn video. Share the screen. For you. Oh yeah, come on, man. Hey, hey y'all see the Malcolm poster too? That's hard. Hey. Oh yes, I just got that bid. This the one with uh, both their asses. Ugh. Malcolm X and Martin. That's nasty. Yeah, I, I got, I gotta get it. Uh, uh-huh. that's art for real. My yeah. Lies was just saying. Uh, he hit me with a good point. He was like. Did you, Dad? Did you know they got pictures of uh, uh, Martin Luther King in color? I said, Yeah. He said, Why they try to act like it was so long ago? And I was like, Damn, I ain't never think of it like that. But that's kind of was like, Man, they got pictures of um, Malcolm X in color, Martin Luther King in color. They actually got. You ever seen the um, Netflix special Who uh, Killed Malcolm X? No. They got evidence. Of the Audubon Ballroom, where he got shot at, all those pictures is in color. <laughs> See, that's wild. They got, I like, yeah. I'm watch that, man. That man, that's it's crazy, dude. I ain't even gonna give it up, but it's crazy. Mm-hmm. And people pop for in a way man. they knew who it was all along. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I'm, I was listening to the Joe Button podcast, and they had the Muslim brother on there, and it was uh. He was saying, because the one episode they were saying it was the uh, the nation of Islam building, and then the uh, dude came in and told how the whole FBI really infiltrated. So that is a good uh, topic on the law. Yeah, I remember. Um, I went to when I was younger. You know, my dad he was Muslim, whatever. Yeah. So we ended up going to a little Arab school, and they was telling me, I'm like, it's like, yeah, the nation of Islam killed Malcolm X, whatever. Because no one. You know they got they worship the same religion. They kind of two different entities, nation of Islam and like the Arabs and stuff. Those right, two different entities all together. Yeah. But it's like yeah, the nation of Islam killed them. I was like, hold up. And asked my dad. I'm like, oh, what's going on? Like they said, the nation of Islam, Elijah Muhammad killed Malcolm X. I don't believe that. Yeah. <laughs> Shut that bit down real quick. He's like yeah, well, it's all BS. The, the way it looks is that it was they were used for the FBI to get rid of them. So it was kind of like. They 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 were used in the plot to kill them. It was like Hydra on some. Uh, if you like Marvel, it was like Hydra <laughs> infiltrated, infiltrated the uh, system, find the supplier basically. If, uh, that's a Twenty One Jump Street quote. <laughs> that movie, but yeah. And, uh, but the tide is in the sports. Uh, Kareem. Everybody say Jordan. Best comp was Kareem, but. The reason Kareem don't get love, people forget, is because he was a Muslim and he was involved with like a leader that was like on some cult stuff, and it was like a like 
three or four people got killed at the cult leader house. And it was like a bad look for Kareem back in the day. Man, I wish Man. I could. He was, uh, he, he's the one who provided the house, but they said it was a hit from the Philadelphia um, mosque of the Nation of Islam. And they were like the, the black mafia of yeah. Philadelphia. And it was like a it was like a big massacre that included uh, women and kids. Sheesh. Hell yeah! So it's yeah, like, uh, a shooting at like a Philadelphia club. Billy Paul, the guy who seen me and Mrs. Jones, they said he was performing, and they started shooting. And Billy Paul jumped piano <laughs> to get off the stage because shooting up, and they killed uh, somebody who was like a, a drug dealer who wasn't trying to um, pay dues. Basically. That's wild. Um, what y'all think about uh, Kyrie? The biggest thing I seen today was Kyrie and um, Kevin Durant and Kendrick Perkins beefing because uh, Kyrie he was like, "No, nah, uh, we shouldn't be hooping. <laughs> Something smell fishy." It's like they trying to distract us from the uh, from the movement right now, and they trying to uh, distract us, and then. Kendrick Perkins came out like he a fool. He talking crazy, and now Kevin Durant then came back and said, "Oh, you a sellout." And then Kendrick Perkins <laughs> came back on TV today, down there crying like, "I ain't no sellout. I still, you don't know what I go through in life." And it's like, man, so it's yeah. like a lot of topics balled up in that. Like y'all think basketball should come back? That y'all, uh, the, the he said he said. Um, well, my thing is, if people feel like is right, and then on the end, think what Craig Hodges did in the finals was wrong is conflicting because Craig Hodges went up to Magic and uh, Jordan and said we should boycott the league, and they were like, "Well, uh, it's kind of like the wrong time to do it." You know what I mean? It was in the finals, and then in the middle of a postponed season, it's different. I know, but it's the same thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's. Yeah. What'd you think? I'm, I'm kind of, I don't know if you've seen what Stephen A. Smith said about the whole thing. He's like, he's like uh, one of my homeboys, he was saying it too, man. He's like, uh, I think if they start the NBA, the momentum's going to stop. I'm yeah. like, I'm like, I don't think it's going to really get you off the ball, especially with the NBA, like with the uh, predominantly of their players as African-Americans anyways. And they don't really, NBA don't really hesitate like to let people address social issues, so gotcha. I think that'd be another way to put to put it out there even more, honestly. But yeah. I said if it's if it was the whole the Corona thing, like he don't want to play because Corona thing, like okay, that's I, I see what you mean there. But as far as like you don't want to stop the momentum and stuff, like they said, like this shit's been going on for centuries, man. Like if that was the case, then you you won't be playing at all. You know what I'm saying yeah. like. Especially, I mean, Trayvon Martin, Rodney King, all these events that occur, like, it's, yeah, that's really the fishy part. You want to think, like, damn, hold up, why they, why these folks giving in to us right now? Like, that's when you got to really yeah. keep the eyes open. But, but I feel him like saying his own league and stuff. That That is a good idea, too. But at the same time with him saying they shouldn't really start, I'm saying you leaving up people – like like Steven, they said hundreds of thousands of people unemployed, not able to do their job. And some people don't get the money like Kyrie did. So some of them folks right. need to play basketball. That's fine. Like if Kyrie was in the NFL and he said something like that, I think he'll get more press, more respect. Uh, the NFL but, being like 
And then Kyrie years behind. And then they kind of pay Kyrie like kind of crazy because, uh, like I was saying, with the, uh, the world flat. Yeah, yeah. Some people are gonna look at him like, no, it's yeah. Kyrie being Kyrie being. And he really he say the earth flat because he uh, he uh, basically a hotep. I don't like calling people hotep because I think hotep is a good thing. But he uh, basically like his one tattoo is the is the hand with the uh, Aussie eye. His mama Indian. So real talk, he like believe like you can tell he like super pro black. And the media trying to paint people like that is crazy. Like how they did Kareem while he ain't getting the Jordan and go. And then um, also, uh, Woj reported that like he was asking stupid questions like if I because he not even playing. So it kind of looked crazy, like he not even playing. He and he said, "If I come, do I gotta sit with my team or in the audience? Does the uh, will I be able to get beer?" So they was acting saying like he was really acting petty stuff, and he known to be a disruptor. So it was like, and then he voted twice, <laughs> like they he actually voted <laughs> yes, twice before he said this. But I do feel even about the league, like you said, uh, the high school player. Uh, Mikey Moore, he like the best uh, player in high school right now, other than Amani Bates. He said he gonna go to a. He thinking about going to a black college, so that'll be dope. That that would be big because it's a lot of players who could have made it a big deal in the past. Like imagine LeBron James would have said, "I'm going to Howard or I'm going to um, Gramlin instead of going to the, straight to the NBA." Uh, all that light. I mean, ESPN was showing high school games. Of course, they're going to try to show games from black college perspective as well. So it's, yeah. it's a big deal. You know what I mean? Or if Zion would have did it last year, well, two years ago, you know what I mean? Said he was going to uh, a black college, you know? Yeah, really in basketball, if you're good, you're going to, you don't, it don't really matter what school you go to. If you're good, your name going to be out there. Yeah. Anyway, so the NFL is. Uh, with football, it definitely matters what school you go to, but you, I mean, you can still make it. You just got to work 20 times harder. You got to find the right circles, find the right path to it. So. And I know you know about like the uh, the facilities. Like if you go to football, you need that money facility. And basketball, you kind of could just get by on talent because you're only going to stay one year anyway. Right, right. So yeah, basketball. Yeah, yeah. Definitely the move. Man, uh, other like yeah, uh, the other big topic we had was uh, if everybody listened to the J Cole and No Name, uh, No Name is a black female rapper. The first time I heard of her was like three years ago. She said she was tired of performing. She was gonna quit rapping because only white people came to her shows, and she only made music for uh, black people. And like I, I was <laughs> like, that's a crazy story. That's it. I didn't never listen to her again. And then I heard everybody was canceled, trying to cancel J. Cole. I'm like, what the hell is this about? So they was like, I listened to the J. Cole song. And then I was like, okay, this kind of weak. And then I got on the internet and they was like, oh, this is about that girl no name. So I was like, okay, let me play it back. I'm like, okay. Then I'm like, go to her Twitter. And I'm like, no name. So I'm thinking she just a black activist woman like my uh, wife. I'm thinking she just owned it. Next thing you know, the next day she dropped a song and it got Mad Lib. Mad Lib is like a dope producer to me. He like over alchemist. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, dang. Like with Jay Dilla. 
Yeah. I'm like, so this girl just got a beat by Mad Lib? I'm thinking it was just a random girl. So now I know she's a rapper, it make it even more interesting. But what y'all think? Right. We kind of just had this conversation last week, to be honest. Uh, I didn't. I ain't listened to the song. So what? What do you? What do you said? Like, what was pretty much the direction? I've of the heard the song, but I didn't really. I didn't really dive into it too much. Um, from what I heard, it wasn't that bad. Um, but the the situation itself, with her criticizing like Cole and Kendrick, it's kind of like going back to what Dave Chappelle said. Like they did participate, but I mean to hear what they had to say, they've been saying the same thing. They've been saying it. So it's not like they can say anything new or do anything different. You know what I'm saying? And it's kind of unfair to put them on a certain pedestal because they've been talking about it and then don't, don't say nothing about the rappers who don't say nothing and then <laughs> wait for everybody to just die down with the whole Black Lives Matter movement and then get back to talking about disrespecting women and killing other uh, black people. Yeah. So, like, yeah, she's basically a conscious person. Cole jumped on, and she called out celebrities. And he basically jumped in like, I'm uh, like, dang, I'm, I got a degree. Everybody say I'm woke. I'm not that woke. I'm not that smart. Like, y'all should listen to her. Like, she do, she she's smart. She was, uh, but then she was like, but hold on. You smarter than us, but you should uh, talk to us different. Instead of preaching to the choir, you should uh, yelling at us. Like, talk to me nicely, basically, if you know we the ones need help. And she, her song came back like, dang, during the middle of revolution, this is what he talking about me. I heard his little ego, like a, uh, a black girl just got killed and he rapping about me. That was basically what. But it's both like, I think it's a good conversation. <laughs> it, I don't think it's a beef. They trying to make it like the fans trying to say, oh, it's a new beef, this new diss track. But I think it's just a conversation, like um, that need to be had either way. Nobody right; they both right for real. But and they both wrong too, because she was kind of a hypocrite for saying uh, this is what he talking about right now. But that's what you was talking about right now. But he kind of is mm-hmm. weird to like. That was a to me. It's an L for Cole. You kind of like, well, yeah. Why'd you do that? And it's a dub for no name because now she like. I think this brought her up to his level. Yeah, because I didn't know who the hell she was. She was no name for real. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's kind of hard think, seeing J. Cole go to a higher level anyways, to be honest. It's like, it's a it's a it's a quiet kind of like debate about just the movement itself and how like we said before, the women's um position in the movement and they just had a um person who actually was uh, killed in the middle of it, 19 years old, not sure of her name, but um, yes, that was messed up. I had like two different videos that I posted that went from a guy hitting a girl with a skateboard to a group yeah. of guys throwing a girl in a trash can. You know what I mean? And it's like, yeah, women don't feel protected in the movement. So, I mean, we, we got to take account for that, but also you have, a list of female rappers who not saying nothing at all either. You know what I'm saying? Whether you want to speak on, I mean, Nikki going to do songs with Duke or. Yeah, that's um, the most horrible thing. Now like, you're being silent. So that's the thing. Um, Megan Stallion. 
Meg Thee Stallion haven't really said nothing. You know what I'm saying? The whole move. But, and I, I, I said I, I hold her accountable just like I would hold somebody like the baby accountable. The baby was on like a two year campaign. Uh, uh, knocking out niggas and beating up bitches. <laughs> Got a nigga in Walmart, beat a nigga Louis Vuitton store, and then when it really comes to something like this, we don't really hear from him. You know what I'm saying? So you know who I want to call out? I'll be wanting to call out Drake. Like exactly the exactly. God's plan. But uh, I seen a good debate. Like the it go back to that. It go back to that saying from uh, Chappelle's show. Everybody want to be a nigga until it's. Uh, to be in <laughs> oh, but I'm about to bring up this Chappelle for a different thing. It's to go back to uh, Chappelle's saying that we don't need to hear from Chappelle right now. The streets talking. Like, that's the vice, the opposite of our argument. Like, why we give a shit about Drake and Meg and not You're our right. city council? Yeah. Like, we talk, well, I only say that in the, I only say that in the sense of don't expect Kendrick and Cole to say something if you ain't expecting nobody else to say that. Why do you care if Kendrick and Cole say anything? They said mm-hmm. enough. A lot of the stuff that they said sparked a lot of the young people who's doing things in the movement now. Anyway, so I mean, I wouldn't be like, okay, what else? What what more you got for us? They 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 don't said enough. If Cole don't put out another record or Kendrick don't put out another record, I mean, it's not. Um, like they're not going to still be talked about as some of the greatest who've done it. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, it comes out, it comes down to action too. Like, like Kendrick, J. Cole, all them niggas say all they want, man. But you know what I'm saying, if us as a people, we don't take action, you know what I'm saying, to take advantage of what's going on, start making demands for the community, et cetera, man. I mean, nothing's really accomplished, but yeah. really the only people taking action is probably White folks just taking names off of shit. Like, all right, no more yeah. anti We take Confederate flag down. All right, but what do we want for our community and shit? Like, yeah. what demands are we going to make? I'm, I'm waiting for the Uncle Pete pancakes. Uncle Pete <laughs> pancakes? What? <laughs> <laughs> the ma- Master P got some pancakes out now. Nah, Seriously? <laughs> Hell yeah, Master P, Uncle Pete pancakes. Uh, man, man I stop it, man. This nigga is a superhero. He done played in the NBA. He done sold over 100 million records. Hey, I, I, fought, I fought with Master Pito, Disney. man. Yeah. I, fought, I fought with Pito, man. He, he be looking out, though, man. He be trying yeah. to get shit going. Yeah. yeah. He's still old school, too. He an old school hustler. Like, yeah. that's why he's still, like, this nigga making pancakes now. Like, you can tell. Like, we making everything, bro. He got chips. Yeah, man. Got Rice, chips. noodles. We got Jersey. <laughs> We got, man, he got the motherfucking tank. He probably got a tank. He bought Hey, did you, have, did you have a Master P doll? No, that was MC Hammer. <laughs> oh, yeah, the MC Hammer doll. <laughs> I thought you had the Master P doll with the fatigues and the, the glasses with the gold grill. I had a Master P chain. I had a No Limit chain at eighth grade. <laughs> yeah. Hey, with that old Master P doll, you pulled the chain and said, uh, the nine to nine. Hey, hot back then, though. He was hey. a real hustler. Say what they want about P. Like you said, back then, boy. Yeah. yeah. He's still a hustler, man. He's getting it, man. He was looking out, too, man, for athletes, musicians, etc. He, he, he put us on real game on I Got the Hookup. Like, that was some real shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I heard he was hot because uh, the second one was ass. Yeah. Yeah. He was the first cricket. <laughs> but he was telling people how to set up business accounts and stuff. Like, like besides yeah. the whole thing, like the business plan was real. Like he was telling people how to set up like their paperwork. 
Like I was, I watched it again like five years ago. I was like, oh, he talking real business in here on the low. He telling us yeah. how he did it. So like, and that's the best part about P. He'll tell you how he did it. Motherfuckers do not share. Yeah, he never just hold out. Mm -hmm. yeah, it's like back to Muslims tying it in. Like I'm not, I don't, I'm not one, but the five percenters, man, it's like I love their culture. Like I read, I study it every day. Like the uh, the supreme mathematics and supreme numbers, man, that shit dope. It's like because I like astrology. I mean yeah. numerology, and so I'll be reading their principles. But like, yeah, they uh, the whole reason uh, my dude, what's the Farrakhan, the big headed uh, scientist? They keep saying the big headed scientist was real. So like you know they oh. think uh, <laughs> white people was made by Jocko, the big headed scientist. Cause he was breathing, <laughs> like that's the only thing. Like the, the Israelites, you know, they be on the corner down here in Ebor. <laughs> they be shouting yeah. some shit. So it's like we got yeah, our started band, like yo. Yeah, they be yeah, having debates on the corner and just be going at people. I said, man, <laughs> white people so different, man. They had to be created. <laughs> <laughs> We didn't we didn't touch on it yet, but it's the um the Juneteenth episode. Yes, sir. Happy Juneteenth, y'all. Oh uh, yeah. Happy Juneteenth, fellas. Happy First Juneteenth. time I heard of Juneteenth, uh, I lived in Dayton, Ohio. It was like 2013, and we had me and my, I was working for my mom, and we did a festival, and that it was lit, bro. It was like so every June 18th they had like two. That was the first city that I ever put on for that I ever knew was Dayton, Ohio. And like they had got me, you know, y'all you can hear how I get to talk about how I get to research and black stuff. But yeah, Juneteenth is like once you find out about it, it feels just as good as uh Fourth of July. Now nah, I see why everybody else so geeked about Fourth of July. Like, ah, yeah. I get the independence day. So yeah, yeah that's on it's on like some real shit. And it, and it's a, it's significant because uh a lot of people will say, all right, the Emancipation Proclamation got us free, but they don't realize that that two and a half years, it was actually slaves that was still uh, actually in slavery beyond that, you know what I'm saying, until uh, they were released uh, in 19, 1865. So um, with this current events going on, it's, it's more important, really, and it, it's Juneteenth, but also with the other holidays that everybody celebrate, like I'm really not really feeling like celebrating Thanksgiving or Christmas this year. You know what I mean? Because it's like, it's it's not our heritage. It's not what we really should be celebrating. It was forced upon us, really. So, I mean, it, it gives you a different perspective now. See, I'm kind of... Some people see enlightened about it. They, they kind of like don't really understand it, so it's not really important to them. Yeah. So it's our responsibility to like let them know how important it is. Yeah. I kind of remix it personally, though. I like, uh, like, as a Christian, Christians don't like pagan holidays. So technically, they shouldn't like Christmas and all that. Because you know how people always tie in how it's pagan. But at the same time, being black, and if we, my heritage, I feel like we did some pagan shit before we came to America. So it's like witchcraft and voodoo, all that ain't bad to me. Like. It's like what you do with it is bad. Like good, evil spirits, all that. I believe in all that. So I think you're supposed to do some tagging stuff. 
So I kind of remix it. Like I'm down with the cut. I don't uh I don't on Thanksgiving I don't mess around and eat my favorite foods. I don't eat all the turkey. I ain't celebrating the pilgrims. But like right. I still celebrate <laughs> holidays. I'm with it. And then the kids like Christmas. And then it's like putting a different kind of spirit in the universe. You might be doing a pagan tradition, but like all of it ain't bad though. So it's like, I think that's uh, a lot of black people, we don't get to the root of where we come from. And we have religion, like that Christianity is a lot to like, me and my boy Chris was saying, it's about racism too. Like right now it's like, how can we change someone's mind? Like, well, we trying to change, we not trying to change someone's mind right now. We trying to change people's souls. So it's like something you can't even right. Oh, yeah. I like that. Yeah, so it's like, how can you change someone's soul? We got to like, and I feel like George Floyd did that, that mama thing. Like, everybody seeing a black man cry for his mama was like, oh, that not only changed people's mind, it was like, it hit them in their soul. Like, oh, things, we've we been telling y'all we human. Like, so. <laughs> right. They call it Thanksgiving. I call you holiday hell day. <laughs> Nah, that's a nice shit. But I, I, yeah. that was nice. But I feel you on. I feel you on that T. Cause I mean, I I grew up in the Muslim household. We didn't really celebrate no holidays, bit. But when Thanksgiving came around, you know what I'm saying we still went to family houses, and yeah. you know what I'm saying we just use that excuse like for family to get together and shit. You know what I'm saying right. we do the do the same thing at Christmas, like Easter. I don't, I don't know if I ever celebrated Easter till <laughs> I got with Ken. You know what I'm saying we all have different we, um, religious uh grounds too. Yeah, so, yeah. So I mean, yeah. I mean, like I, I, I don't never, I don't really never look at it like, oh shit. Um, that's dope, though. All that shit. Like, yeah, that's, yeah. I, I look at it like you know, what I'm saying it's, it's, it's a time for family to get together. You know, what I'm saying we don't see each other like that anyway. So I mean, share gifts with each other, like you said, like for the kids and shit, man. So your gratitude, but. I feel yeah. I feel if you're saying at the same time too, Phil. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it seems like we all know though. Yeah, yeah, we know. Like, I ain't never gonna be like, oh man, uh, Christmas thank God. To <laughs> yeah, because to, to, to the conscious mind, you're thinking, all right, let's tear down all these monuments, but then we still had a celebration that we uh, celebrate. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? And so. Yeah. It, it 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 it's in the back of your mind. I was just saying, all of us got different religious background. I'm a Hebrew Israelite, so we don't celebrate Christmas, That's but um, we do we do adhere to like biblical Judaism and things in the Bible, uh, what have you. And I wouldn't I wouldn't think that Kwanzaa would be a bad idea because of technically they're giving gifts every day. So for a kid who is in a family that don't celebrate Christmas. If they saw that Kwanzaa, it wouldn't be so bad because just like your friends are getting gifts, when you come back from vacation, you're going to have gifts too. It's just, it's not from Christmas. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You can sit down and be uh, told about Kwanzaa and everything, and it was for us and everything. Yeah. Bro, I don't think that would be that bad. Everyone, I'm sorry to interrupt. Got to be on the I'm sorry, but going to this boy field house in the summertime, and we couldn't go outside because it was the motherfucking Sabbath. Well, I was like, for real, we can't go outside. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, <what? laughs> like, cause like, like my mom, me and his mom and sisters. So, 
my mom, we was raised in it, but by the time uh, my mom married my dad, we started going to a uh, Christian church. So I wasn't, yeah. like, I didn't, I had kind of forgot. But Phil, we'd go up to the field house, they were still living it. Bro, I was so sorry. That's why I used to love coming to Toledo. Yeah. <laughs> we were, hey, Solo, Solo. Remember that one Christmas? We went, and I was already cool with not getting gifts on Christmas. So mm -hmm. we went, and Anthony opened up all his gifts. And they looking at me like, what's wrong, Phil? I'm like, I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody went to the back. I think it was our marriage. She went to the back and wrapped up a book and gave and gave it to me to open. I opened it up. It was this big, thick novel. <laughs> and I'm like, you? I'm like nine years old. And I'm like, I'm not about to read this. <laughs> I left that thing there like, I'm not about to read this book. Y'all <laughs> all about yeah. that, man. That's, uh, that's a true story. It was like, somebody... I get something for Philip. He, he ain't got nothing. I'm like, man, I'm yeah. good. They well, wrapped up. Little women. It was a book. It was a big, thick book, though. It was like this thick. I found that bit around the house. <laughs> like, shit, just wrap it up, man. <laughs> and, and, you we remember ain't, what you said? We ain't got pair in no box. It's already thick enough. And, and, and came, uh, he came up to me. He like, what you get? I showed him the book. He like, I hate when people be thinking you smart during Christmas. You get smart <laughs> And I still hated on it. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, they give me a book and give me some toys like I'm just a dummy? <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I know the feeling, though, because I remember my best friend, man, he's, when he celebrated Christmas, man, I mean, it was one, one Christmas, he got a Dreamcast, boy. And I think that's when Dreamcast first came out. Boy. He called me on the phone. He's like, yeah, I got this, I got that. Boy, I was so salty, man. I was like, yeah, man. Uh, like, I'll call over. Hurry up, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Ray used to have all the toys, but, man. He had that big-ass football toy chest. Yeah. <laughs> I did have that one uncle. He was Christian. I think he's like the only Christian in the family because my dad, his other side of the family, he's Jehovah Witnesses, so they don't celebrate anything either. So he'd uh -huh. look out. We'll come to my grandma's house. He'd bring all the Christmas gifts over there and stuff, man. So. That was I'm saying that shit, and then me growing up, I was like, damn, I kind of want to do that for my nieces and nephews. I remember one Christmas, I, I, I got nieces and nephews all over Tampa, man, Newport, Richie, Whitechapel, Tampa. So I'm just driving around like Santa Claus, boy. So I was like, yeah, I know the feeling, man. So yeah, I was like, I, I was going to put the hat on. I was like, nah, I ain't finna, I ain't finna sell out like that. I'm just bringing them in. Hey, bro, you used to share the good story, like in your story, you said I'm like, wait, Miss Little Bro. Uh, it was one of your students. Is he? Uh, how you doing? Is he all right, or he just like just waiting for school to come back? Oh shit! I don't no, nah, cause uh, that was like years ago when I I was working the school program. You know what I'm saying, mm -hmm. and I only seen him that summer. Oh, usually, like he he always hung around it, man. I was cause everybody he's a trouble. I was like, just just keep him around me, man. I I take care of him, man. But. Kid was a sweetheart. I meant to ask one of my old employees how you doing this shit, man, because that was my boy, though. That's dope. Yeah, when you seen that, like, I was like, man, you should definitely, I wonder where he at. That would be dope uh, when you, I know you probably gonna want to link up with him one day or something. And I was yeah, that, that's exactly what I was wondering. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it popped up on my Snapchat. Like, damn, man, I forgot about my boy, man. Damn. <laughs> Yo, that, that's what we be needing. More people like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We all want to. But yeah, I remember you. Uh, 
Yeah. Sure. Yeah, so I remember you, um, being conscious and that stuff, man. But my that thing, mm -hmm. it runs so deep though, man. About you know what I'm saying because our people, you know, and our fault so so much trapped in the mental slavery in our heads, man. Where we just yeah. to a certain lifestyle, man, etc., man. So that yeah. kind of run deep, man. Like that yeah. woke talk, like that shit is deep. <laughs> yeah, there's so many different yeah, ways we can break that down. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna take a lot of work, but, but we could do it though, man. We gotta come together, man. Like we that's the hardest thing, uh, all of us coming together. Yeah, man, because you, you see, you see the A-Rack community, man. Like that motherfucker stick together, and they dollars just circulating everywhere, bro. They got doctors, nurses, and shit all in the community, and they they doing well, man. Like out here where I stay at, there's tons yeah. of A-Rags that stay out here, bro, and they all cool with each other. Yeah, they built a new neighborhood down the street from me. Like they are, they all got first dibs on it because somebody found out. They told they partnered. They told, uh, they told like it's, it's all stretching out, bro. So I'm like, so people, I'm like, I, I can't even really get mad at a rap for them sticking with each other and shit, man. Because I mean, obviously it's working. So I'm like, yo, we gotta, we gotta come together like that too, man. Like right. I, I kind of hope that LeBron dropped that documentary, man, about, uh, about Black like Wall Street, man, because that. Yeah, that opened a lot of people's mind up, man. Like, yo, we in this shit together, bro. Like, yeah, it's, it's damn near unstoppable force, man. Yeah, I was just telling my moms about uh Black Wall Street. They was showing the breakdown of what they had, and I was like, that gives you a different perspective of like reparations because that should be a part of it too. Yeah, because it showed you the infrastructure that we could build just from nothing. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, small it, it like little nuances of the black wall street what people don't know is that small part of tulsa that was the only part of tulsa that had above ground plumbing wow damn <laughs> so, so they were small like that but they had other businesses you know what i'm saying a, a school system mm -hmm. uh, a hospital a bank you know they had six private planes you know <laughs> in that small community yeah, and like you said, it just wasn't Tulsa that was built like that too. That shit was exactly. around the country too. So yeah, we gotta do that again. So yeah, buying property and stuff like that, man. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's tough, man. We got it's it's the blueprint there. Try to stop this gentrification stuff too, man. Yes, that eat me up, especially in Tampa, man. How they eating up Seminole Heights? Like they gentrifying the hell out. <laughs> it's bad, boy. It kind of remind me. I mean, that's how they did us back then, too, man. Like, they made us sell our land for the low, and mm -hmm. then they sell it to foreigners for a high price. So, I mean, this shit's still going on, bro. It's like they got the blueprint. We got to get the – it's like the blueprint out there. It's just we got to yeah. decide what kind of life we want to have. It's like that's it, we man. can't – the real talk is people be wanting to be uh, hood rich. They don't be wanting to be rich rich. They want to get rich <laughs> and stay in the hood. And I don't yeah. know, it really ain't nothing wrong with that. But we need to admit that, though. Like, if that's what it is that we want to be hood rich and not rich like the white folks rich, let's just admit that and make moves to be yeah. like that. We <laughs> can do that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You can't be hood rich and just sit around and watch the hood deteriorate. Exactly. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, if I'm right. in the hood, I'm going to make sure my property value going up. So I'm going to try to... Invest yeah. in the hood, invest in having other people like people would rather be 
a person with a group of five people and have a thousand dollars instead of being like, okay, I got two hundred dollars. Let me give everybody else two hundred dollars, and we all got two hundred dollars as opposed to me yeah. just having all the money because if I lose my money, they got the money. Yeah, you know yeah. I say everybody want to be a big, everybody want to be a big shot, man. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, that's what it is. And that's why we won't be able to find that's why I'm starting to think back to tie back in the woman part there, that we might as well let these women leave because our us as niggas we we yeah, nah. It's like it's like we said, you're gonna rather get a square or a gangster. And and us three, like we kind of fit in right between. We could go either way. We could be rumble with the guy. They not listen to us. <laughs> like, because yeah. like, <laughs> like I I feel like uh, I feel like this last generation, the woman is uh, doing like because if you look at it, everybody get depressed. Black people and black women, but the niggas is the ones that end up in jail. And the women, we seeing more of them getting degrees, businesses, and then the call centers. So I don't know. Maybe they know something. It's like because they, we, men got to get rid of that violence stuff. That's what it is. Men are too. We like we got to give up thinking we got to yeah. fight all the time. And like That's we need to fight right man. now, but like you yeah. know, and, like when it's like we got to stop fighting and shooting though. I'm starting to sound like uh, I don't like how I'm sounding. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that, that's crazy. Like, uh, we fight without thinking before we just, you know, what I'm saying, strategize yeah. what we got to do. You know? We in the, we we black folks, we emotional as hell, man. Mm-hmm. And our white folks, they play off our emotions like a motherfucker. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They know we're gonna get uh, some of the stuff they put on the news. You know what I'm saying whether it's CNN or Fox, shoot, they make sure they play off of black folks' emotions. Yeah, they know how we gonna get. Like, it's it's crazy, man. How they, they try uh, to push our buttons. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's crazy how they put us in this condition too, man. Like they put the black man in jail, black woman single now, and it's crazy how the black woman evolved, man. To triumph all the yeah. obstacles that they put away, man. That's just show that I mean, black woman and us as a people, man. Like the potential that we got, bro. Yeah. And still looked at as the the lesser of the not only sex, not only the race, but the minorities in general. Because if you think about it, people still vilify Mike Vick, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They vilify Mike Vick, but they champion somebody like a Mike Tyson because he redeemed himself from an allegation. Now, they both went to jail and committed a crime. The only difference is Mike Vick's victim was a dog and Mike Tyson's victim was a black woman. Mm. <laughs> It makes me think about it. Like, damn, nobody really think about that. Damn, and it, like everybody, everybody deserves redemption. I think they're a little too hard on my because there's people that still today just want to be like. But be real though, be, be real though. Name who them people is. They, the, we know who them people is. It ain't us. Like black people forgave yeah. both of them, but now that you put it like that, we still should be looking at uh, Mike side eye. And forgiving uh, Vic and Tyson should get the side eye, but we give them both forgiveness. Right. But you put it like that. But you see the W people. I'm just gonna say it like that. Yeah. 
They they feel <laughs> uh, they gave Mike. They love Mike Tyson. He hangover man. He Mr. Hangover. He like a, he like a darling to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn, that's deep. I ain't never thought about that one. Yeah, I ain't never thought about that either. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy, but so so true, boy. Well, and Michael Vick did all the time he could, man. Mm-hmm. Did his time. He doing community service, like helping, like advocating for dogs and shit. But nah, fuck Ain't that man. <laughs> Ain't even wanting to be. Like- Thanks for listening on You Choice Radio. That was the Whatever Podcast with your guys, Beat Scordy, Salo, and Tony Draper. We just keep it real with y'all. Tell y'all how we feel. Keeping it real with the culture. We're here every Saturday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Check us out on DS News, Concrete with a K, Raw House, the Whatever Podcast. Check us out on Spotify or Apple. Thanks for joining. Thanks for listening on You Choice.